It's time to light up a cigar and talk about business and cars. Are you ready to get the insider edge and pick up a few ideas that you can incorporate into your business today? Your host, Brandon Green, has 25 plus years in the automotive industry with 10 plus years owning his own business. Together with a diverse lineup of guests from all industries, he's asking the right questions to get you the answers you seek. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Business Cars Cigars. And this week, I have a good friend of mine, um, both a client and I am a client of his. And he has built an awesome business along with his brother and sister here in St. Louis. Something I kind of actually envy in what they've built. And I, <laughs> I look at this to... Uh, um, Every time I'm looking at something I uh, I want to do with the shops, I look at what they do, and I'm I'm very proud to call this man a friend and uh, also kind of a mentor. I mean, he keeps helping me out and keeps giving me some advice and everything. So that said, Mr. Joe Dewar from Vinyl Images, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Thank you for the introduction. Oh, absolutely. Don't need to pat me on the back. <laughs> <laughs> so um, why don't you tell everybody, just give a little introduction on yourself, what you guys do over there. I mean... You know, sure, just a four one one. Yeah. So we started in twenty oh one, I believe. Uh, tax day, April fifteenth. Oh wow! Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. So we started uh, with it was me, John, and Des, my mother, and Chris Luth, which was our first designer. We had a powwow meeting with him and pretty much told him he was losing his job, but he had another job. Right. Um, and he is awesome friend. Still talk to him to this day, still do business with him and his other companies that he works with. Mm-hmm. But we started in a 1,200-square-foot uh, facility in Fenton and hit the ground running from day one. Um, I ran a landscape company with my father uh, for right. pretty much my whole damn life. Yeah. Uh, John and Des actually worked for a company that was doing signs, um, that uh, adverse signs is what they were called, and they were a pretty big company here. And they actually were right here next to you uh, over on Welsh or... Uh, Welsh uh, Avenue back in the day. And they went belly up. And the owner jokingly talked to Destiny and was like, hey, why don't you buy it? <laughs> well, we were young. I think I was just 20, maybe 21. John was 18, maybe. Yeah. Destiny was 20-something. I won't say her age because you know how she gets. <laughs> uh, but so we uh, we just sat down and said, okay. And he said, walk out, you know, walk through the front door and walk out the back and take whatever you can for X amount. So we had no clue what the hell we were doing. We had no financial state in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lived still with my dad, you know, in, in the basement. So I, I had no money, but I had nothing to lose at the right. same time. So we walked through, and he actually co-signed for us, the gentleman that we bought the company from, which was weird. But he got his money and did this. And hindsight, 10 years later, he's like, I can't believe you guys did it. He thought we were going to fail. He got his money. He didn't care. Right. So we started literally, I, I learned a lot from John when we first started. And then I think my whole family as a whole, we're just go-getters. Mm-hmm. Put us in a corner. You don't want to fight us. We oh, will yeah, fight absolutely. you until we're dead. And then we'll fight you again. So I literally went over. I'll vouch for that. I know them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're fighters. We're not fighters. We are. We're at our younger age. We definitely were. But uh, we went through and Destiny ran the books and did you know sales calls and stuff like that. John did all the installs and I ran the printer. And that's what I did. That was my baby for 10 years. We had that printer. And yep. that printer... Back in the day, it cost more than my house costs today. So mm-hmm. over, over, well over a couple hundred thousand. 
And that was a lot back then. So nowadays you're talking half mil to a mil. Right. And I got to know that damn uh, printer uh, very intimately in a sense where I had to wake it up every morning. I had to put it to bed. I mean, it was, it was super solvent inks. So you could smell it real bad. Uh huh. And, um, so we started and kind of hit the ground running. Didn't have anybody, didn't know sales, didn't know anything, you know, growing up, it was just handshakes and eye contact and that was it. Right. You know, uh, we also were taught that if you didn't, you couldn't afford it, you didn't need it or you don't want to buy it. Right. Save your money. Don't get credit. All that bullshit. Just do what you got to do. So five years went in, we were making, we started making good money. Um, we all had separate jobs to make up the income. I worked four other jobs and wow. I still too, I still work two or three other jobs to this day because it helps clear my head. Right. And I really enjoy it. Yeah. I really enjoy the brush hogging and the plowing the snow. It's stupid, but I love it. But, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, absolutely. it's something it helps clear my head. And, you know, John does his things with his podcast and stuff and destiny does her things with her husband and everything else. So we all have, there's a way that you have to get out of the business to a certain extent to succeed in the business. So about five years in, we, we actually doubled the size of the company. Uh, we went to 1,200 square foot to 2,500 square foot and literally knocked down the wall between two offices. Well, hindsight's always twenty twenty. About a year or two after we did that, we had uh, our landlord show up. Well, needless to say, we weren't paying our rent. Uh, we knew we weren't paying our rent. We were not smart and called him and said, hey, we're going to be late. So he evicted us. Right. We, he gave us 30 days. We actually found a uh, great company up the street, uh, Davis Tool and & Die, and they had 4,700 square foot, which at that point I could fit in the bay itself seven or eight dualies. So it's a pretty big bay. Yeah. And our bay currently that we had, then I could fit one or two trucks. And that was it. Right. And uh, they brought us in, and they loved us. They were family-owned and operated as well, and they loved what we were. So they would actually come over to our office for breaks just to listen to how we worked. Awesome. As, as a family, because yeah. they were all brothers and sisters as well. Their dad built a company, and they were buying it from him, and this, that, and the other. So we got there, and we started, uh, I think right before we got there, we really had to come to Jesus meeting with the three of us, the three owners, and what the hell are we doing? Why are we doing what we're doing? And that was a stepping stone for us personally as individuals, individuals and a stepping stone for the business. And John pretty much said, we're going to be the best. So literally that turned a switch on everybody's head, like, screw it. We're going to be the best. I love that. Yeah. Yep. It's, and it, at that point, we had a lot of history, a lot of meeting clients. I mean, I had guys. My first client was uh, uh, Butch Welsh. He didn't cooling over across the street, and he, could, he'd, uh, he gave us the chance. Yep. He didn't have to. Right. Like, we knew nothing about this industry, how to stick stickers. We knew nothing. Yep. And he gave us a chance. He's like, cool, let's go. Here's 10 more trucks, you know, that I need to do. So we have really good history with him. We still, we're still, he's still a client of mine. I take, awesome. I take that on personally because it's, I don't want him ever to go anywhere. Yeah. He's been around, his business has been 125 years and they do 10 or 15 trucks a year. Oh, wow. So it's, it's, yeah. it's a good company. Oh yeah. Especially absolutely. with St. Louis area. I mean, they're, they're well, well and those, known. and those first clients, you know, you got to keep them. They got a special place in your they, heart. They really do. And uh, lately, I th- you know, we've had clients come and go. Good clients. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got a buddy that came up and doing it, or their cousin started, or their sister's doing it, or whatever. So they leave right. for a stint, and then they come back. Right. They always come back. I don't think we've had one that I remember that didn't come back, and I'm mad that they didn't come back. Right. But I get it at the same time. I didn't when we first started. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? You're going somewhere else. You don't trust me, this, that, and the other. And then, you know, it, now older and more mature, I actually have clients call me and tell me they're going to use somebody else for a reason or whatever. That's the respect we have for each other. Yeah. Like, it's, hell yeah. Okay. Because if I yep. saw a vehicle with not my decal on it, I'm going to be pissed. 
You'd be mad as hell if I had something that you guys didn't oh, do. <laughs> I'd at least what want the to fuck, know dude? what happened. Yeah. You know, and we would come to that conclusion. And it's like either I couldn't do it or the client that you knew had could get it done. Yeah. So yeah. I get it, you know, nowadays. So we started there over Davis Tool and Die. And then that first couple of years we were there, that's our 10th, 11th, 12th year, I think. Um, we had we actually got offered to be bought out. Uh, they wined and dined us for a long, long time. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they offered me nothing. Yeah. They wanted the printer and they wanted our customer base, which at that point, since we bought the other company, we had a pretty decent customer base. But then we were on our own and we built clients from there. Right. I think that's kind of when we started hanging out and doing stuff for you guys and the people that we knew. Yeah. You know, so. That would have been 2011. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Because uh, I, I knew you when uh, my previous employer I worked. Yes. I knew you there. And then once I started this in 2000, it was January 2012 is when we officially opened. Sure, sure. And Absolutely. yeah, of course, I just, fuck it, Joe's doing my shit. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that, yeah. yeah. But, I, you know, as, as a growing up in landscaping and handshakes and, like, your name is everything. Oh, yeah. If I shake Absolutely. your hand and tell you it's going to get done, it's going to get done. And then I have to, now I built up a, that stent where I have to be perfect every time. So we got into that. We got through that little stupid buyout thing, which was really embarrassing for the company that was trying to buy us out. They really offered us nothing. But right. They wanted everything. And it was at that time where they, they thought they could because they were the big guys. Mm-hmm. They were big. I mean, they came from the, the shipping industry, and they were big. Right. Millions of dollars back then, which is now a shit ton of money now. Right. So we laughed about that. And hindsight, I'm glad we didn't. You know, so we uh, then... I guess a couple of years after that all went down, we moved over to Davis Tool and Die, started growing our customer base, trials and tribulations on that, what we were going to do, bought new printers, got the best of the best at the time that we could, had six employees, seven or eight employees total then at that shop. And then we had such a great relationship with Davis Tool and Die that they knew we were growing. I knew they were growing. So instead of signing our second five-year lease on them, so we were there five years, maybe six, we actually had a, a good sit-down meeting. Right. Like beers, high fives, no tears because it was, it was business, and we needed more space, mm-hmm. literally. So at that point, we got into, we call, I quote-unquote, the fleet industry, which is great. Print, ship, all of the United States, get that going. Backtrack before that happened, we started, no, that, that's right. So we, then we, we found a new building up the street from us, which was... That's where you're at now? That's where we're at now. Yeah. And that was double that size. So right. we went from 4,500 to sixteen eight. So not double, almost triple. It's almost quadruple. Yeah. That's, yeah, almost quadruple. It's that's, huge. Yeah, it's you're huge. You, your guys' place is awesome. Yeah, so it's now huge. I can fit 20 trucks in a bay, plus have print production and everything else I need, and had up to 25 employees at one point when we first moved over there. I mean, we were killing it. We were yeah. doing what we needed to do. So we get over there, and then we had an opportunity. Before we left Davis, we had an opportunity to do – I had a phone call. It was the weirdest call. This gentleman called me up and says, I have 150 vehicles at that point that I need you just to install. And it was X to do it. Well, X back then was a lot of friggin' money. Mm-hmm. So and, – and I will deliver you the graphics. I want you to install, and the trucks will be in, and they'll literally rotate four or five trucks every week for the next month or two, maybe even a year. So this was ended up being like a three or four hundred thousand dollar contract, and it was easy. And at that point, we've been doing it fifteen years, so install is yeah. pretty simple. So I hired a couple more guys to help us out, and everybody had their deal. So I had the driver's side or the back. Another guy had the front. So we just had it pretty streamlined. We get a truck done in several hours. And speaking of timing, when we first started, it took three guys a week to do one van wrap. 
A normal E250 van that you see every day took us a week to do. Now, typically, any guy on my team or anybody I outsource can do a wrap in between 10 to 12 hours by themselves. Wow. So that's, that's how people have changed. That's how technology's changed in the vinyls. And that's how the it's not that hard and it gets through. But it takes time to do that. You can't just. Well, a lot of experience, I think, they're in there, too. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Le- learning on what you yeah. can and can't do and how to do it. And sure. Stuff. We have the same thing in our absolutely. industry. Absolutely. Yeah. Your guys are great at what they do. You hand me a screwdriver. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I don't know you want that speaker <laughs> upside down or backwards or whatever the case may be. So we we uh, so we moved over to that shop, and then we in, in the time of that, we got into the fleet industry. So actually, that guy that hired us to do that install, fast forward two years, my times are going to be a little messed up, but fast forward two years, we actually hired him on. Yeah. He got us into the fleet industry and got to meet the right people. The problem is the right people he was meeting were all getting ready to retire. Oh. So we built up our, our image with those right people, and a lot of those retired, and we had to backtrack. Mm-hmm. And figure out, okay, well, who do we know to get in bigger fleets and stuff like that? So hired a couple guys, you know, a couple guys at the shop, and I'm very particular about what I do. I do everything in-house. Yeah. So print, production, design, everything's done in-house. I don't trust anybody else to do it. I don't care who you are. Right. I just don't trust the fact it's going to get done right, and it's I've been that's been proven when we do outside installs for other companies. The shit I get is just, I don't know how it gets through a system like it does. To, to physically get to me to get installed, which is ridiculous. So fast forward a little bit long, a little bit more. Now we're 2020. Well, we'll go through, we'll, you know, in 07 and 08, I think, is when the economy tanked. Yep. So that was tough on everybody. Our industry, our industry was funny. People didn't want to advertise, but they'd go to the bar. Yeah. So they didn't want to spend 100 bucks on their door decals to advertise to get 1000 bucks. They'd go to the bar and bitch about it. <laughs> so that weeded out a lot of our... Yeah, that sounds about right. When it's true. I mean, everybody did it. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Unless you're just that 10% people that see that, like, that's stupid. Let's not do that. Let's try to grow in a down economy. Well, we actually grew in a down economy. We got rid of the, the, the clients that were the $100 deals, and we started getting a little bit more better clients and bigger clients that wanted full wraps and stuff like that. And by this time, right. we're, we, I mean, we do, at this point, we probably do 500 to 1,000 wraps a year. In and outside of St. Louis, which is insane. And, the, and when we first started, we were doing maybe one a month, maybe five or six a year. So 20 years it took us to get that way. It doesn't just happen out of the gate. It takes a lot. Put long in the time. work. It, and that's the biggest thing. People don't put in the work and they bitch. Yep. I can't get I, this. It's like, get off your ass and get it. Yep. I, I love that. Stopping you. Yeah. So now we, you know, we're, so we went through that depression is what everybody wants to call it. We did good. Didn't have any problems. Didn't have that many employees. Fast forward to now, 2020, 2019. Yeah. Corona hit. 2020, Corona hit again. Now we're in 2021. You know, that whole deal. And what's good about us and certain companies is we were, what do, what do they call it? We were necessary. Yeah. To be open. Yeah. And you're essential. Essential. So yep. the day they closed it down, I think it was March 16th, is when they shut everything down. Right. Uh, here, in, here in Missouri. And I laughed. Because you're not going to st- keep me from my shop. Yeah, fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> well, and at that point, I had three ambulances in my truck or in the, in the shop that we were getting done. You're right. I don't give a shit. Like, I don't ever want to be arrested, never have. But you're going to have to arrest me when I go to my shop and you're trying to kick me out. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know, so that. I agree 100%. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and the good thing is what I do, I know a lot of the cops. I don't use that as an advantage, but they know who I am. Right. You know, they know that I'll go to bat for them. And that no matter what, and I will listen to them. Right. If they pull me over, listen, I'm getting a ticket. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I may get a laugh as I get the ticket, but I'm getting the ticket. 
So we, we had a chat about that before. Uh, we did <laughs> before it, we started this. It's, it's kind of yeah. funny, you know. I, the, the one of the tickets I forgot to tell you about. I actually got uh, speed. Or it was going to be a speeding ticket off of forty four. Oh shit! And the guy and the guy pulled up, and I was in. A, a, I had a three hundred back then. Chrysler three hundred SRT, a fucking badass car, fast. And I was. I bet I was doing almost ninety on forty four down under Big Ben. He pulls me over. And I'm laughing. I'm going to jail. No question in my mind I'm going to jail. He walks up. He slaps me on there. He goes, why are you laughing? I said, how fast were they going? He told me. I was like, yeah, that's about right. I said, the window's down. It's a beautiful day. And he came back. He slapped, he slapped a ticket on my chest. He put, put your seatbelt on. I was like, I had my seatbelt on. But that's, I got out of a ticket in a sense. He, he, he gave, gave me a seatbelt ticket. Yeah. So that, that little stupid story that, you know, you just got to be kosher with people. Oh, yeah. It goes a long way. But the, the COVID thing, when it popped... Uh, we had a, another come to Jesus meeting with our customer, with not our clients, but our, our uh, employees. And the phrase that John brought up was uh, all for one, one for all. And what we meant by that is if we were taking a pay cut, you were taking a pay cut. If you were taking a pay cut, we would take a pay cut. Right. If we had to be shut down, we would pay you to be off as, as long as you needed to be off. If right. you had COVID or whatever. I mean, back then you couldn't sneeze. Yeah, People we didn't. Like, oh, we, yeah, we had the same thing. You know, we didn't know yeah. what was going on. I made sure... It didn't matter what the fuck happened. The guys were getting paid unless yeah, yeah. unless we were completely fucking broken. Exactly. Selling, you know, just and, done. And that's, and that's what we did. Yeah. And we did that for about a year. And then finally. So the good thing about having three owners, the good and bad thing, never get in business with your family. Just don't <laughs> do it because you're going to see eye to eye. You're not going to see eye to eye on everything. Right. So the fact that me, John and Des have made it this far and haven't killed each other blows Everybody I know away. I have that on my list, too. Uh, okay, I figured you would. Yeah. <laughs> you bring up the family shit. Yeah, because the fact that, number one, you have business partners, but also yep. it's your brother and your sister. Yeah, and we're all equal. Yeah. So it's not like I own more or John owns more. Or we got nobody more nobody has a uh, little card they can put you, out. No, it's exactly. like you got to figure it the fuck out. And it sucks. Some days it sucks. Some days it's the best. When we're on the same page, don't don't even get in our way. It doesn't matter. We will we'll bury you. So, but when that happened, so about for about a year, six months to a year, we were running crews every, we we're running three crews, same crew, but three different times. So my installers right. come in at night. I remember designer, us talking about that. Yeah. yeah. Designers yeah. were coming during the day and me and John being who we are, we ran production. Our production guys at the time, they came in as their, as their liege. We didn't want them not to come in, but we also wanted them to work, you know, we're oh, yeah. them. you know, it's, you have to, a business has got to survive Yeah, at the end of the day. And then we finally shut that off, and then finally all the COVID regulations lifted and everything else. I think we handled it pretty good. But to get back to what I was saying with the three of us, excuse me, we all had different opinions on it. Yeah. I was not scareful at all when it first came out. At all. Like, it didn't bother me. Right. I, they, didn't, they didn't get to me yet. And I'm saying then as the government or the, the world, yeah. the fear wasn't in my in my thoughts. And I, I'm realistic to a certain extent, like, okay, it may have killed a million people in the last two years, but so did drinking and driving. So did hammers. Yeah. Number one thing that kills people. Okay. Yeah. And so did, a, there's a lot of things that we could go down a rabbit hole on that. Oh yeah. We can so, sit here and spend hours yeah. just going over so this. I look, personally, and I'm not a numbers guy, but you look at all these things that I've been to, I'm 40 something years old. My mom's 70 or she just turned 70 and I called her up. Like a, within a couple of months, I'm like, have you ever seen anything like this? She just laughed too. But the good thing is, is, you know, at that point I didn't have, I was married, but I didn't have a child. Um, John had uh, some boys or boys and then Destiny had some boys. And so they they looked at it differently than I did. Right. So we, we actually did a podcast uh, just in our industry on what we were doing. Right. 
to make sure our team and listen, CDC said X, we did 110% more than what X was. Right. We shut the business down twice a day. The good thing is we didn't have to worry about cleaning. It's what I do. I clean vehicles. So we had, I think, 15 gallons of alcohol. Yeah. So we sprayed, sprayed the shop down twice a day. Yep. We, uh, if anybody was sick, we never even went to their room. They could work from home. We actually went paperless, yep. which is what I wanted to do a year prior to COVID. So it actually made us do a certain things, and we adapted and overcame. So you didn't order graphics the first month. But sneeze guards, when, man, when they started popping off, we were doing a shit ton of sneeze guards for schools and you know grocery stores and stuff like that. Right. So that was income. Oh, yeah, absolutely. again, I'm not going to fail. I'm not going to fail. It's not going to happen. You're going to have to kill me and then dig me up and kill me again for me to fail. I may not be the best at something, but I guarantee it's going to get done. So we had to adapt and overcome. And then with that, it actually made us a little bit more money and kept our foot in the door with a lot of other companies. Stupid stickers on the ground. You know, stuff that you see now that you're like, well, that was stupid. But that <laughs> stupid was money. It was money. Yeah. You know, for, I, you know, I don't know what you guys did and how you guys adapted and overcame. I mean, shit, you could have put speakers in a house or something. Or, you know, to, uh, up come with, you know, to letting people know what's going on. Right. But it's, if you can't think about that, then it's pointless. Yeah. You know, it's, if you're all you're going to, I'm just going to dig holes. Dig a pool. <laughs> don't dig a tree. Dig a pool. Now learn how to do that. You know, and now you're yeah. making a shit ton more money. So, but the COVID thing has been, it's been tough for everybody. Now the industry's finally catching its tail. We're having supply problems, you know, with all the bullshit that's going on today. Um, but we are in a financial state that we can buy enough to last enough to worry about that problem later on. Right. So, but that's kind of in a nutshell how we started. I know I went rambling on, on several other things, but it's just a family owned and operated business. We're good old boys. <laughs> and I love that. And, and you guys are... You made a couple of points there that I, I love. I, I always take notes and stuff. But You're writing them down, <laughs> yeah, I always do, man. I always, I, I've said this a couple of times. I I make a little note to listen and a couple of things that trigger me. I want to make sure and write down. But you know, you talked about even just creating the business and as you've grown and as you've made things happen. You know, taking care of your clients and taking care of everything. And you guys have been extreme. I, I know. Firsthand, you guys have been awesome about that and making sure, you know, everything's taken care of. And if there's an issue, you take care of it and stuff like that. We and try. Now, I'm not 100% every day. Oh, you, none you of us are. You can't Nobody. make everybody happy. Yeah. But to listen to what the problem is and try to solve the problem is sometimes the best. That's the goal. I mean, yeah. I've, I've had, I had a customer call me up and fired me over nothing yep. at the hindsight. And I, I stopped and I said, stop. I said, are you having a fucking bad day? Like, you don't need to take it out on me. Because I knew him that well where I could say that shit. Right. And he go, and he took a deep breath. He goes, I'm sorry. I yeah. am having a fucking terrible day. And I was like, okay, now we can start. Like, it, it's, and I'm older now, so I don't take so much of offense to right. someone walking in hot to my office. I take a deep breath. Now I was. You walk in hot, we got a problem. <laughs> yeah. But now it's like, what, what, what's your issue? Yeah. You okay. Hang what's out? going on, man? <laughs> yeah. What's happening? And at the yeah. end of the day, I stick stickers. I make graphics. It's, I'm not curing cancer. Yeah. I'm not doing something that... I mean, it means a lot to everybody. And this, this is why I, I so much wanted to have you. And it, like I've told you, I want to have, you know, John and Dusty sure. and have some of them come on too and hear some of the different perspectives. But what we do, it's not, I mean, we got labeled as essential, technically. I mean, and let's I be honest. They, yeah, we're not essential. But yeah. I mean, yeah, because we can, um, you know. We we joke all all the time back and forth. He sticks stickers. I fucking solder wires. So we give each all other right. shit all the time. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, you know, but at the end of the day, you figure out a way to make this work. I mean, but at the really, like you said, you had three ambulances sitting there. You know what? For COVID, they needed those fucking out there. They needed them. They needed it to be done. So technically, you know, you really were essential. Us doing lighting and doing some of the other things that we do or taking care of, you know, some of the drunk box, you know, in Toxalot clients or whatever, sure, you know, sure. you know, it still has to be done. Yes. And um, okay. like you were saying, when we started or when COVID started, I should say, uh, you know, figuring out a way and how to. Uh, make sure the employee – I, I mean, let's face it. None of us knew what the fuck all this was about no. in Hell March no. of 2020. We, we still figured don't the fuck fucking out. know what it's about. I, well, <laughs> I have totally different opinions, and we can well, get I into that if we to. want to. No, we don't need to. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I think it's all fucking bullshit. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, so – but, you know, yeah, I mean, Dan was possibly exposed, so he stayed home two sure. weeks. We cleaned the shop. A bunch of people in the car industry started making face shields and doing everything, so we jumped in to try to help with same that thing, and yep. doing different things. You know, same as you guys jumping in and doing – I mean, everybody just did what they could and tried to figure the fuck out. Sure. Well, yeah. And I think as a whole, as humanity as a whole, we yeah. want to help better everybody's life. Mm-hmm. You, know, it's, you know, it's one of those things where we, I think we came together – the most part to really help each other. I don't think I don't think anybody that I knew personally didn't buy an extra set case of water and give it to somebody or help some a family out or whatever the case may be. Oh yeah, and absolutely. having the ambulances in there. Fuck, I've been in ambulances. Yeah, it's. I would like to know that there's going to be one showing up to my house when I call. Yeah, so and if that. if that shit's got to be done, it's got to be done. You figure out a way to do it. Absolutely. So you have to adapt and overcome and shit like that. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys have. I mean, you definitely touched on this a lot, but you've grown from literally, like you said, I, th- I think you're downplaying this a little bit. But <laughs> Well, I don't like to brag about anything I do. But Well, I'll, I'll tell you guys right now. They've came from, like you said, you know, they started out with just, you know, two brothers and a sister starting out something yeah. that just to figure it the fuck out. And now they do multi-million dollars. They're a multi-seven-figure company. Absolutely. These guys yeah. are awesome at what they do. Amazing. They do all our shit. I mean, I I won't go anywhere else in town. You know that, but but we're also friends too. So that's how that works. (laughs) But it it takes a lot. And you know, if you would have gave me a book at the first year saying what it was going to be like, I would have laughed at you. Yeah, because I don't believe anybody. I got to do it on my own. Now, being a little smarter, I like to. I don't read, but I like to listen to books, and I like to listen to to, uh, you know how we talk. Yeah, you know, absolutely. These uh, everybody that's on all these podcasts, listen, they're good at what they do. You can't be. You, you can be jealous of them to a certain extent, but at the end of the day, they worked their dick off to get it done. Absolutely, you know, and they had the balls to get up every morning. You know, it's 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 yeah, we're a bigger company, but man, we're still the same as we were. I still understand what a dollar is. I still want to go drink a beer on the river and and have a good time. Yep. But at the end of the day, I have my second family, which is my employees, right? Which I have to take care of as much as I possibly can. Yeah. No but, matter what, yeah. I mean. As, as the saying goes, you can take a horse to the water, but you can't make them drink it. And that's true with every employee. Absolutely. You know, I see you had employees on there, so we'll dabble into that. But like every employee, you have to know their love language. Yes. You have to know if they're submissive, if they're not submissive, if they have, if they're a go-getter. Everybody's a go-getter until they start doing it. Yeah. Until something has to be go going and gotten. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, do you really want to do it? Yeah. Uh, I think Andy Priscilla said it the best. Hand your guy a broom. See how yeah. clean... See, just if he can sweep. Yeah. If he gets underneath the, the, the well, we were, table, we, we were we, discussing that today. We were, yeah. You know, just helping people out. And 
the, the employees don't really know what they don't know. And that's another saying that John says all the time. I, I really don't like, but it, it's the truth. You don't know what you don't know. Expectations, stuff like that. Yeah, and it's, it's you're with these employees eighty percent of your life. Yeah, you get to know them whether you don't want to or not. You know their kids. You know their family. You know their situations. You know even with clients. Yep. I mean, I've had clients invite me to weddings. I've had clients tell me about their divorce. It's they feel comfortable. It's all about feeling comfortable. That goes back to a a, a, a thing I hear at Apex all the time, which is a hundred percent true. And I hear this from numerous. Oh, excuse me, different business coaches and everything else. But, you know, people buy from who they know, like, and trust, you know, so. It's not what you know. It's who you know. Yeah. And trust is a huge deal. Yeah. You I, can't treat people like shit and expect things to just continue the way they are or get better. I mean, you got to take well, care of people. And that goes with the clients as well. I've had guys come in and chew my ass. Oh, yeah. And I've taken it. I have taken it. But. And I've also got, fired clients. <laughs> and I have, too. Yeah. And we're to a point now where, you know, there's a way to fire a client. Yeah. And it's not always just jumping your price double every time they call, asshole fees or whatever you want to do it. But there's a way to – we just don't do that anymore, sir. We used to. We just don't do it anymore. We don't make yeah. money at that. you know. And, and and I've let clients chew me out where we should have went outside and took care of it like men. But I get it. You know, I'm yeah. okay with it. I, I'm, when it comes to that, I'm more of a passive person. Like, I'll let you hit me with a baseball bat. But you touch anybody I know, we got problems. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be an issue. So it's the client is, yes, technically the client is always right, but there's a way to tell the client he's not. I she agree. is not. Yeah. Let them vent. Let them get it all out. And sometimes it happens. I've had it happen before. The client at the end of the conversation goes, I fucked up, didn't I? Yep. I didn't want to say it, but yeah, you did. Oh, I well, flat out, I'll flat out say, yeah, you fucked up. Yeah. I, I ain't fucking knew When they get no to more. that point and they're venting, they're done venting. And you're going to, and those assholes that are, that are venting, I've had a couple of guys that were like, oh, I'm going to tell everybody I know. Okay. You're an asshole to me. You're an asshole to everybody you know. Like they know the asshole is going to talk about being an asshole to the assholes. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It, I love that. Yep. It, like if you're an asshole coming into the gate saying you're going to tell all your asshole friends that, that you don't want to use me anymore. They already know that you're an asshole. Or let's, I mean, let's be honest here. Who are you? If they're close enough friends that they're going to listen to you on that, what kind of people are they? And do I really want to deal with them anyway? And that, and that is key on customer relations. Yeah. And, and employees as well. You have, if you want all alphas, you don't. But if you want all alphas, then you need to find alphas. On paper alphas, not just when they walk in and shake your hand and look in the eye. You have to find ass kickers every day. And that's hard right. to do. Because anybody, everybody looks good on paper. And there's always going to be a little conflict when when you start putting... All those sure. alphas and egos ones. together. Yeah, egos, that's, that is definitely true. <laughs> you said something about getting out of the business. Getting out of the business at times and stepping back. I really, uh, I've kind of taken that to heart personally lately because I've, I've worked a lot more the past year or two. And, and you know this, but mm-hmm. I mean, for our listeners, um, you know, about being able to step back and do a little family time. I mean, your daughter is now. Eight months, dude. Yeah. I'm 41 and she's eight months. Like, I started late, but man, she's the best. Yeah. She's awesome. (laughs) I know. I know. She's your fucking angel, which is. is. She is. She's an angel anyway. She is. But no, it's, I mean, you got to take that time back to, I mean, the other day, I just, I had shit I needed to home. I needed to get the patio cleaned up and ready for the summer and stuff like that. I came up. I did things for an hour or two. I'm like, you know what? I'm loading stuff up. I'm going to go take care of this. Sure. You know, and getting out of the business and taking some time that you need to do. I understand the hustle and 
everybody's hustle and get shit done, get up at 4 a.m. and fucking get to the gym and fucking do all this shit, which I am perfectly okay with. If that's you and that's what works for you, sure. great. I'm not that person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I'm going to do everything I can, of course. You know, I'm going to work my fucking ass off to make sure the business sure. is right and make sure the guys are good and, you know, but also I got to take that time. And I also expect this out of my guys that they should take some time, you know, to – do their vacations, you know. Sure. I, I literally offer one day uh, a quarter, free day. Pick one. Perfect. I don't care. Absolutely. Take some time, you know, get things taken care of. Yeah. We, you know, we, if you need something, need something, whatever. Office. Yeah. We do a get out of the office. Yeah. They can just come in fuck. and be having a bad day and they're just like, I got to go. Cool. You get your day. Yeah. We're go, good with it. Go chill the fuck out. So it, 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 that takes maturity as well. So I, it's hard for me to give away t- time. Mm-hmm. You'll never get it back. So... All my guys have earned it, and, yeah. they, and it's in their policies and all their contracts. They get days off, you know, whether whether it's a two weeks free or vacation or time, yeah. whatever the case may be. I, you know, and everybody, all every business owner, I work 100 hours. I work 80 hours. Well, guys, there's not that many hours in a week when you get down to it. You drive yeah. to work. That's an hour. You, you get lunch. That's an hour. So, I, hate, I hate the word balance. Yeah. Well, but yeah, there fucking- is a fine line, though. You, you do have to balance to a certain extent. Well, there's... I hate the word balance. Sure. I, I like the word pers- putting different things in perspective sure. and like, okay, I'll put in my eight hours at the shop. I'll mm-hmm. put in my, you know, four hours at home. But there is, you still got eight hours of sleep. You got to have drive time. You yes. got to have yeah. this. You got to have that. You know, um, fuck a doctor's, but you know, yeah, what, exactly. everything. What, what, and what so yeah. it doesn't actually ever balance out. So I hate the word sure. balance, uh, if that I, makes I, sense. It, it does make sense, actually, in that you speak my language every once in a while. <laughs> so we're on the same page. But what I get at it is, you know, I've been doing a lot of research on, on a lot of these guys, you know, 10X guy, Andy, all these guys that I know yeah. or what would like to know, and they do crush it every day. I get it. Yeah. But what they're not telling you is the backstories about, you know, their family's doing this or they went, they missed this or missed that. You know, who was it? It was one of the shark tank. I love that show. There was like, you know, you live in New York or you yeah. live in California. What time do you have to get up for the stock market? California is yeah. two hours difference from here. It's four hours from New York or whatever yep, it is. Absolutely. You got to get up at midnight yeah. to get prepared. So there's a hustle and bustle you have to do to, to run a business. And it's, it's very difficult to maintain. And I'll be honest with you. If I didn't get married five years ago, I would probably be crippled or in or six feet under, and I mean that truthfully because right. a hundred hour days or weeks is very tax taxing. Yeah, it's and it's hard on you. Yeah, so for to sure. get back to your point of not you know getting out of the business. Yeah, that's kind of why I work two other jobs because brush hogging is literally mindless. Plowing snow, I just like messing up a parking lot and cleaning it. You know, <laughs> so those are yep. things I do mindlessly. Shooting guns, love it. We need to go shooting sometime. Absolutely. I mean, give me a clip, 10 seconds, and I actually feel better. I do. I you do. Know, I love it. I haven't been shooting in a while, so we need to make so that happen. I opened my safety the other day, and it's like, fuck, I forgot I had that. I forgot I had that. That is an awesome one. There's a 45 with uh, Trump's on with Trump 45 on it. for. Oh, that's cool. Oh, my God. I really, well, I didn't buy it. I should have bought it. I really want <laughs> it. I'm probably going to buy it. But anyways, I love 45s. But there is a balance there. So if I wouldn't have got married, I had high anxiety. Terrible anxiety. Ended up in the hospital twice for two weeks at a time. I remember. Uh, not fun because I'm not a guy that like I. You're not. You're not a down person. You can't. No. You can't be down. You My doctor to told me like you can't go home and start working out again. You can't go home and start running again. Like I broke. I've broken legs. I've done all this stuff, and yeah. I've had therapists say, "Stop. You have to let this shit heal. You have to let and and by healing, you have to let your mind heal as well." 
And there's some guys that can't stop, and I get it, but there's, yeah. it's a one percenter. Yeah, you know, it's not Absolutely. everybody. We all have, you know, but the anxiety is a killer. It's a silent killer, and I and I've had to put up with it personally. It's not, it, it's bad. Anxiety and, and depression. I mean, both well, and of they, and they it, kind it, of are the same in a sense. They like, really are. You hate yep. to call it depression because you don't want to be a little bitch saying I'm depressed. But the reality of it is, your anxiety makes you depressed because you can't focus. Yeah, and you can't see past. I mean, I had a little backstory. I bought my first house, which I still live in because it's small and it costs me nothing. Yeah, and I can. I'm not house poor. <laughs> but I literally slept on the couch for the first three years of living there. I couldn't sleep in my bed because apparently the anxiety of me getting up to go to my bed freaked me out so much that I had to sleep on the couch. Huh? And my doc brought that up. I'm like, that makes no fucking sense. But it's the truth. She's like, the act of you actually have to go to your bed and sleep is, is freaking you out. And hindsight, I do have anxiety runs in the family. So get to know your family. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, you it's, know what? Most of I, I ain't going to lie. A lot of the times I fall asleep on the couch and whatever, and I never really thought about it that way. I'm learning shit here, too. I, well, you listen, know? If maybe, I listen. Maybe that it, Crystal gets pissed at me all the time. She's well, like, come to bed. I'm like, I, I just fell asleep out here, and I'm I'm good. Which I got to get a new mattress anyway. It fucks, well, and, and, it's, and, and, yeah. it's at the point fucking my backup. But, you don't think but, about it. You spend 90% of your life in bed. Get a new fucking mattress every five years. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nothing. It's pennies on the dollar. Anyways, so you have to get through, like, the anxiety, or what is your what is you what do you, what do you think you get off on? You know, yeah. you you want to drink every night. Well, that's not healthy. No, nope. you, know, you want to run a successful business, but you have no money, no pot to piss in. You know, you got to figure out what you're good at and, yep. and keep it going. And it's uh, I know we ramp ramping on things, but it's like oh no, that's these that's, these long hour days that everybody puts in. There's a time and place for those. And you and as a younger adult, I wish I would have known that. I wish and, I would have taken the time for myself. And I I was much better and much. More able to do. I mean, let's face it. I've I've done the 24, 36 hour bills well, to get them to SEMA. Yeah, SEMA, CES, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it's got to be this. done. You want it done tomorrow? And, and everybody in at least in the twelve volt industry uh, has done that shit. And I know yeah. you guys have done it on the I've the rap side. Yeah, numerous times. You can crystals. Yeah. I told Crystal when we built this shop. I want a shower in here. I have a shower in my I, shop. Because I know of you reason. do. <laughs> I know you do. And I told her I wanted one. She's like, I'll never see you. I'm like, well, no, it's that's not true. But you want me to smell good when I get home. Yeah. You know, or we have to go to dinner. with. Well, the, now with she's the telling me I should put one in and also telling me <laughs> to get me a couch because sometimes I'm here late. I mean, let's say I'll be, I'll be honest with everybody. I am not a morning person. You're I, not. I, you're not. I can I, testify I, that. <laughs> I can get up at 4 a.m. Sure. I can get up. I can do shit. I can do whatever. But I do not. I think I even either commented or made a post about this or whatever today or yesterday. And uh, as like I, I, I don't wake up till noon. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter what's happening. I can function. I can make sure. shit happen. But if you really want my focus, my focus is after lunch. I'm I'm well. I don't even eat lunch, but I'm horrible with that too. Sure, sure. Horrible with eating right too. Sure. But anyway, another thing I got to fix. Well, that's, but, and you're the opposite of me. I'm up at four thirty every morning. Yeah, you are up and fucking I'm at the shop ready to go an hour to two before my guys show up. Yeah, and we've you, you've told me. I was like, when, when do you want me to drop the car off? Uh, six a.m. I mean, I'm there at like six, <laughs> yeah. six thirty. I'm like, I'll see you about nine. Oh, well, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're a typical customer. How early can I get there? I get there at six. Oh fuck, I won't be there until nine. Yeah, it's like then don't ask me how early you can get here. Like you're not going to beat me to work, and, I, and I'm not going to pat myself on the back, but I'm the hardest motherfucking worker. Yeah, like, I will show up every day, day, and I'll drive out of my way. Now, see, I may still actually be up at four when you get up. Yeah, but I'm actually at work. <laughs> well, I'm still here. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, I usually have a beer and doing something or <laughs> building something or doing whatever. Sure. I just work at night instead of 
in the morning. Yeah. And it's some people different. like that. Yeah. But you have to know your, your clientele. You have to know what you're, what you're actually doing. And you what, can do like, that. You know, I can get away with that building cars and doing what we do. Sure. Yeah, I can. I can come back here. And quite frankly, when after the guys are gone, the shops close get down. More done. I I can sit back here. I can knock shit out a whole hell of a lot quicker without all the distractions. One hundred percent. That's then, why. That's why I come in two hours early. Yeah. My first team shows up at seven. My second team shows up at eight. Yeah. I've got. I've already. And then so my uh, my operator ops manager, she came in the other day. She goes, uh, "What did she say?" Oh, what's your schedule like today? I said, sweetie, my schedule's changed six times already since you got up. <laughs> because this client called, or I missed that email, or this is behind schedule, or this is ahead of schedule, or half my team didn't show up because they're sick, or their traffic's bad. Like, late's late. I've already yeah. started. And then, so now I've got I've got her helping me to get my schedule better, but also help, I've, I've told her, like, you got to catch up to me. You got to come find me. This or, is what we're fucking this, doing. This, this is, is, this is where I'm at. You figured the fuck so, out. For her, we set up two meetings. We have a morning meeting and we have a three three or three fifty five meeting. So I meet with her twice a day for less than fifteen minutes. Right. How are my days going? What's going on? Because I by the time she gets in, I've already got all the ops going. Right. Like who's here? What's going on? And nothing to her. She's got kids. She's got to put to school and all yeah. that stuff. Oh, I get yeah. It. You know, and so that helps. But communication is key. Hundred percent. Communication. I love that right there. Making sure that you are. Over the communicate. Yeah. Almost almost too much, which I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes pisses me off. I get hundred percent. Sometimes I get taxed. I I, like we've already discussed this. Like we don't need to say yes again. Yeah. I get I get it. And overcomplicating uh, especially the communication, it can be bad. Yeah. You know. But another thing I've I've learned is um, don't fucking call me. Text me. There are very, very few fucking people I will actually answer, answer the phone. fucking phone for. You do answer my phone calls. Every I do. Time. I do answer. You called me yesterday. Yeah. You're like, and you answered. Yeah. <laughs> There's very few people, but it, you have to, if your name doesn't pop up in my phone sure. and we don't have something going on where I know I need to talk to sure. you, or if I'm busy and doing something, I'll call you the fuck back. Yep. But I've had people call, call, call twice, call three times. It's why, aggravating. It's, yeah. Why? 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 Why, why won't you answer? Yeah. Um, I'm fucking busy, yeah. and also, this we, is a number I don't fucking know. So and so, like, I don't like to give my personal cell phone out to clients. Right. I right. do. I have my clients that I do give it to, but they know the rule. If we're not talking, don't call me after six o'clock. Yeah. I got family time, and if you family. can't respect that, you're not my client. And, and you can, you can attest to this. I have I've never called you. No. I text. Well, you text, and that, I'll that's say, great hey. because it could be midnight, and I don't care. Yeah. My phone's on silent. I'm good. And even on the weekends. Which like, is, yeah. Even if I, unless we were already talking, I'm not going to answer a text on the weekends. Right. And unless I'm bored, and it comes up like, hey, what are we doing Monday morning? Oh, well, then we're doing this. Okay, you know? yeah. But, but I don't, like, unless respect it's a project. Respect your time. Absolutely. But, and you have to find clients that do that and that yeah. respect your time, because if they don't get it, they should not be your client. And there's going to be some that will try to abuse that. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Well, you said you're going to be there at 6. Well, yeah, but today I'm at the doctor's. Or today I had to go up north to do a job. Like, I'm not at the office every day at 6. I am 90% of the time. And typically you can drop off, and it's not my fault that you could do that that day. You know, it gets to a point where there's... Uh, Brandon had have me come up and do this stupid fucking podcast. Now Fuck. I got a fucking got to go home at 9 shit. o'clock. Yeah, now I'm sleeping in. Shit. Son of a bitch. You know, be hungover <laughs> and everything else. But it's, it's all respect, but you have to set the precedence. Mm-hmm. For that, 
Because if you allow it to happen once, it's going to happen twice. And that yeah. same thing goes with your team. And, and that's, yeah, I, I, that's exactly what I was leading into right there is setting that uh, that precedence, like you said, sure. with the team and letting them. When I switched over and let them know, don't fucking call me. I mean, literally, don't fucking call me. Unless the place is on fire, don't fucking sure. call me. I'm like, you can text. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. If it's something I can jump right back on or, or if you call me and say, hey, call me when you get a second or whatever, fine. I'll do that. Sure. But you know what? I'm learning to respect my time a lot more, which I think everybody needs to do, which is exactly what you do, which is trying to accomplish 10 minutes ago. It's you have to find that happy medium to take time off. Yeah. You were more. Listen, you may be the guy listening right now that works 100 hour days, 100 hour hours, whatever. Maybe never calls in sick. Yep. But if you don't take a fucking fishing trip or drive the long way home one night, you're going to kill yourself. You're literally going to have a heart attack and die. And you've done nothing with your life at that point. Sal Fursell said it the best. What am I going to be remembered by after I'm dead? Yeah, exactly. A lot of us are not going to be remembered. And if you work for somebody, if, you, if you're listening to this and you work for somebody else, if you work your ass off that much, and I'm going to say this, and I'll say this to my employees, sure. fuck, I'll say it to yours. You know, what's it going to matter if you're dead tomorrow? How, how quickly are you going to be replaced? I've heard that said on numerous right. different Elon places. Elon Musk said it the other day on a podcast. Maybe a that was it, yeah. He said, you die tomorrow. You're the office is going to find a replacement. Your family's going to forget about you for the next month. It's just, it's a cycle of life. Yeah. You don't want that to happen. I don't want anybody to die, but the reality of it is we move on. Yes. We have businesses to run. We have, we will take care of what we need to, but we will move on. Yes. You it know, has so, to happen. And, and if you don't take just the for time, things to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. If you don't take the time to take five minutes to yourself and focus, go to a river and watch the fucking river run. Yeah, I love that. Focus. Absolutely. Relax. Watch that stupid fish grab that stupid mosquito. It's going to be the coolest thing you ever see. Mm-hmm. And then you get addicted to it. And then you start valuing your time. Because what do they say? I mean, you can't buy time back. There's only one commodity we can never get back, time. and that's our time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's very important to clear your head at the end of the day. Uh, yep. Get out love of the, that. Get out of the shop. And don't, yep. do, don't come to the shop to get out of the shop. No. Don't come to this office to literally go to your office to get away from everything now sometimes you have to but you yes there's certain areas you have to i read a book the other day they don't do any meetings at the office anymore really hmm. it's easy think about it go hmm. to go to fucking mcdonald's and sit you know sit down and have a meeting with three of your guys or the or the bar you get out of that stupid fuck it's got to be done right it's got to be done this way it's got i be heard done. something the other day i don't know what fuck i don't remember what the fuck it was but it was um something about Having meetings uh, off-site or whatever, yep. it's very good, but you have to establish the precedence of the meetings and what you're doing and everything yes. first. You have, I ain't going to lie, we have one schedule, and this is going to come out in like a month, So, sure. which, by the way, everybody, we're recording this <laughs> on May 11th, so you're probably going to hear this about a month later. But go. anyway, we have a meeting scheduled on May 20th. Mm-hmm. Both shops are shut down. Everybody gets together. We're going sure. through a b- whole bunch of stuff. But to start that out, what I read, and we'll find out if I'm fucking, you know, <laughs> just full of shit or not. Yeah. But, um, you know, but what I read and what I heard or whatever is to start that out, you need to be in a place that's comfortable for everybody. And you need to be yeah. in a place where everybody can understand what's going on. And then from there, you build out to it and then move to 
sure. outside meetings. And so I'd, I was going to do it actually off-site, had a camping site and everything sure, we were sure. going to do, you know, just go hang out. Hell, I was even going to rent a couple cabins, let them bring the families sure, out. Sure. for. But I decided against that because to start this, um, which we've been doing weekly meetings and everything sure. else, but never really shut down yeah. to – you know, make it's a tough. full day. It's a lot to, of money. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of money. And I was like, fuck it, we're doing it. You know, yeah. we got to get this stuff taken care of. We want to expand. We want to bring on more employees. We want to do all this. I want to make sure that we're all on the same page sure. before we move forward with that. Well, in saying that, you have to make sure you're on the same page as yourself. Yes. You can't go rambling on. And then you need to have a, a okay, guys, we're going to have an hour meeting. I love A, B, C, D, and that's I, all we're going to discuss. I fucking love that. You got to make sure you're on the same page as yourself. One hundred percent, because you're not. I have a hard fucking time with that. You're yeah. never well, and you're just like any, you're like any other entrepreneur and any other business owner. Squirrel. Yeah, literally. That's that's how we run. We run like I had a meeting. I didn't even have a meeting. I was in my shop doing installs, and within ten minutes, I had ten people come to my come to me and ask me questions. Like, that's the things I deal with every day. Yep. I can't. So if I'm not right with myself or know exactly what I want to comp that day, whether it's hiring new employees, making more revenue, or fuck, taking a month off. Yep. If I don't agree with those things in my head already, it's pointless because the guys are not going to buy into it. They're not going to feed into the bullshit, which is not bullshit because you really want this to happen. Right. But they're going to be like, well, he said that before. Yep. And they will. Whether oh, you're yeah. here or not, or you'll see an eye roll. Guarantee it. Or they're... And the best thing, what is it? Uh, my father-in-law told me at one point, he knows if a deal goes good or bad by the wife. And what he meant by that is if the guy goes back to his house and talks good about you, his wife's going to be in tuned. She's going to be leaning over the table. She's going to be, yeah, that's a great idea. If he goes back home and talks shit on you, she's going to roll her eyes like, this motherfucker. Yeah, He's been saying this 20 fucking years. So you have to believe in yourself. To get the guys to believe in you. And you have to see the future because guys do, people that work, they don't see it all the time. They don't understand why you spent $1,000 on this, but you couldn't spend 500 bucks on that. Right. You know, they don't understand why you just bought a new laser. What the, what the fuck is that going to do for your business? Right. Well, buddy, you're not going to hand cut shit out anymore. And now we're going to customize every single fucking job that comes in here. And now the client knows that I went above and beyond because I'm not going to charge them for it. Because I'm making, should be making enough. I ain't profit. gonna lie, I'm charging for it. Fuck you. Well, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole. But, well, no, should, I know I mean, what you it's, mean. It's, I mean, picking up and delivering cars. Mm-hmm. I don't charge customers for that. But guess what? I don't have to worry about them bitching about the bill. Yep. Because I did a favor. I did, I took care of it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, get one. Get definitely get one with yourself before you have these meetings. Have an outline. Get stick straight with the meetings because listen, we papers are right here. I'm, is, I'm already figuring out yeah, what it, I'm doing. It yep, is bad but I love for it. ownership, especially three owners. Yeah. You know, we go back and forth. We go down the squirrel rabbit hole fucking every single meeting. Good God. If I, if I had to do that with my brother and my sisters, we would, we would fucking kill each other. Well, the only thing. I ain't gonna lie. I I am in amazement of. Oh, dude, it's. You and John and Destiny. We're on the same page. Which is good. We've had guys come in. We've had other people, people that have run businesses that run business said they don't know how we do it. And then we show them, and, and literally we all can be in separate rooms, and we pretty much say the same fucking thing. Yeah, it, and it's in a roundabout way. It's in It's impressive. It is. I mean, I've I haven't spent a whole lot of time with Destiny. I mean, I've talked to her a little bit here and there. We've done some some work on her kids' cars, yeah. you know, and some of that. But um, it's fine. Just throw it wherever. I'm just an idiot. But yes, by the way, as usual, we're sitting here having a beer too. So 
Fucking Bud Select. He couldn't even cheap up and get me Coors Light or something. <laughs> I asked you what you wanted, dickhead. I, you, said you, had, you said you had enough beer in the fridge, and I know you did. So we're good. Yeah. <laughs> There's playing beer. But see, Destiny sees it a lot different than me and John do. Yeah. She's, but then I, yeah, well, you know, she's sorry she's, I didn't mean no, to interrupt. And but. I interrupted you. But she's the mother. She, you know. And she's the oldest. She's so the she's, oldest. She's. Which means nothing when we're in meetings. Age means nothing. Besides, she's old as dirt. That's the only thing I've heard oh. all the time. Oh, yeah. I don't... It, fuck it. If I can't give my soul and sister shit, that I can't give anybody else shit. I agree. You know? I agree. But it's 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 a good d- dynamic between the three of us. It does not work on 90% of businesses. Yeah. It just doesn't. What you got... I, 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 like I told you from sure. you know, the beginning of this, and fuck... I think you get, you've known this before. What do you guys do there and how you do it? And it, it's fucking amazing, well, to be completely honest. We stay in our sandbox. We didn't before. We did not stay in our sandbox. I would do something, John would do it, and all of a sudden we're running three different companies. And I love that right there. Stay in your lane. Stay in your fucking lane. We were talking about this a little bit earlier about trying different things and yeah. doing different things and whatever. And You have a client down the street. He wants to do everything. Yep. The fuck is wrong with people? Like, if you dig holes or stick stickers, why the fuck are you trying to put lift kits on trucks? Yep. We're not, we're not that company. You're not, I'm not going to call you up and say, Hey dude, I need a paint job. I, I, I will tell you, I know where to send you, but that's all I need. But I am not going to be the person to fucking paint your fucking truck or put a booth in for, to do it Yeah, because you think you can make money on it. Right. Listen, it's, it doesn't, it never pans out. I've done it all. I literally have done tinting. I've done clear brawl. I've done the, uh, the aftermarket shit. I'd yep. love to still do it. It's just, there's no money in it. Not for us because all we do is wraps. And, and that's what, I mean, we're both, we're, we're both we're literally sitting here shirt. wearing the same fucking shirt, <laughs> yep. so which just, I find hilarious. Well, I do because I didn't realize you had my shirt on until what, an hour in our conversation. <laughs> yeah. He said, as soon as I walk in, he goes, nice fucking shirt. And I was like, oh, thanks. It is a nice shirt. Ignorant as fuck the fact that you had the shirt on. <laughs> I literally pulled this out of the closet this morning because I think I got yeah, three it looks or four. Brand fucking new. I think I got three or four mine's BI got, shirts. Mine's coming off a hundred percent, but fuck it. I was like, which one do I wear? I think I wore the uh, the blue one, the, the one that looks like the Bush logo. It does not look like the Bush logo. Bush light, whatever it is. Oh, it does. 100%. Whatever the fuck it, it says, is. Ra- or king, king of uh, king of raps or something like that. But yeah, we took. Yeah, the, no, that was the, that's the um, the red one. Oh, the red one. Yeah. Yeah, the other one says one. final or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, something. Okay. But they're cool. Oh, I think they're fucking yeah. awesome. And I ain't gonna lie, they're comfortable shit shirts. Well, and they're great for skinny people, but us fat motherfuckers, <laughs> dude. I, I, I'll put them on before I wash them, and then I might as well give them to Lydia. I'll well give them to my baby because they shrink so bad. And I, I, I'm uncomfortable. See, I'm, I'm a big boy. So they're thin. They're comfy. They're, they are. They stretch. They are. Like this one. This one that we're wearing. 50, 50 it's a cotton, black baby. But it. <laughs> But it's a thicker, it it's is. it's yeah. heavier, yeah, but absolutely. it also doesn't shrink. You're that, right. This is true. This is true. So, but yeah, that's funny. <laughs> oh, we got so many freaking things. Hell, I don't think we've scratched the surface and here we are like a fucking hour in. Well, do you want to keep going or do you want to? I, we can make this two episodes. I'm good to go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If we're, if we're I'm on. Let's I, I am good for uh, as long as you are, want to stay. I know you got to get home to your, your babies. Yeah. Let's go for another half hour, an hour. Let's All right. some more questions. I'm cool with you that. Pop off some questions and whatever. Yeah, I tell you what. What we're going to do right now is do a little pause because perfect. we're right at an hour. This is going to be a perfect break for because um, it'll be two episodes if it goes over an okay. hour. Let's take a break, take a pee, get perfect. a beer, and awesome. we'll, we'll jump right back we'll be into in touch. it. We'll be right back, everybody. 
Thank you for tuning into the Business Cars and Cigars podcast. Make sure to share this with someone you know that can benefit from this content. Remember to support this show by rating, reviewing, and subscribing.